there. How are you feeling today? Healthy-ish, I hope. Yes, you are listening to the podcast from Body and Soul called Healthy-ish with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Now, one thing I learned while hosting this podcast last year is that you listeners like tuning into health stories. By that, I mean everyday people who have suffered either physically, mentally or emotionally and have come out the other side and have used their battle to share an important message with the rest of us. Or in my guest today's case, to raise money. Jenna Lee Clark is going to talk through her battle with cervical cancer. She had just given birth to her daughter six months before finding out she had cancer and how it inspired her and her husband to find the charity called Sir February to raise money for the Chris O'Brien Lifehouse Centre in Sydney. Now, if you want to hear my full interview with Jenna, make sure you download Extra Healthy-ish. You'll find that one wherever you get your awesome podcasts. Jenna, welcome to Healthy-ish. How are you going today? I'm really good today. I'm very good. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm actually having a good week. Kids are back at school, which yes. Yes. gives me a sense of freedom. So it's a good Kids week. Kids are back at school. We're, we've just kicked off so February, so we've been in the water the last couple of days. It's, it's been good. We'll talk about Sue February later, but let's talk about your story first. I mean, it is one of heartbreak. There's so much courage and resilience. Can you just tell us what actually happened? Yeah, sure. So when I was 28 years old, we gave birth to my first daughter um, and at her six-week checkup, we did a cervical screening and and then the news came and I was diagnosed with cervical cancer when she was seven weeks old and, and went straight into a, you know, a, a three-year-long journey of, of different procedures to treat that cancer and to also try to preserve my fertility and, and to try for another baby as well. And tell us... You did get another baby. Just tell us quickly about going through yeah. what you went through at the Chris O'Brien Lifehouse Centre in Sydney and yeah. how you managed to give birth to another son or son. Yes, yes. So we felt so incredibly blessed to be um, treated at the Chris O'Brien Lifehouse. I think first and foremost what is the standout um, part of their their service is that they really treat you as a, as a person and, and not a disease and when I presented, obviously, you know, brand new mum with this little baby and, and them telling us that, you know, really standard procedure for my cancer was a full radical hysterectomy. And they they saw the, you know, the response from my husband and I, and obviously we'd always planned to have a really big family and that, that was quite devastating for us to hear that. And the doctors there worked with us and, you know, they recognised that we wanted another baby and they said, look, they're there is a newer treatment that's available. It's not been done all that often here at the moment, but, you know, there's studies overseas that show that if we do this treatment, you would be able to um, retain your uterus and, you know, try for another baby. It, they, it wasn't very good odds. They said, you know, maybe about a 30% chance that you would oh, actually wow. be able to carry a baby. So there was a lot of things to weigh up in that time. There was a lot of there's a couple more surgical procedures. There was, you know, it had at that time had a slightly higher risk of recurrence of the cancer coming back. So, yeah, we had to juggle all of those things to make the decision. But um, we really felt so supported by Lifehouse and and trusted them wholeheartedly. And and they um yeah they made us feel really confident in that treatment. And so we went for it. And then three years later, we delivered the first baby born to 
lighthouse. He, he, um, yeah, he was our little miracle baby boy, and and yeah, we were we were just over the moon. That is such a reassuring and wonderful end to such a harrowing mm. story. I mean, that must yeah. have been so difficult. Was that one of the hardest parts when you sat there? You just six weeks old. You you'd had a, your daughter was six weeks old, and you were told you have cervical yeah. cancer. Yeah, yeah, that was. I'd never experienced that kind of shock before and, and surprisingly I, I went a bit numb. I think even um, the doctors who we'd been spending, you know, a few weeks with why they, they did the exams and, and the procedures to test the, the abnormalities, um, so they'd known me pretty well over those few weeks and then they even saw when they actually gave us the diagnosis, I just, I think I just froze and they were like, wow, you're taking this very differently from every other appointment we've had, but I'd, I'd never experienced anything like it. And I just, it was flooded with, you know, every question you could possibly think of, every worry and concern that goes through your mind when you hear those words, you have cancer. Um, it was, yeah, it was incredibly, it was incredibly hard at the time. And all the, all the time just rocking the pram next to me with her in it, kind of going, don't wake up, but do wake up because I need to cuddle you. And it, it was, um, yeah, it was. I mean, you moment. weren't, you weren't just going through, I mean, you were going through new motherhood and adjusting to, yeah. and that is such a significant change in anyone's life. Yes. And then hearing that at the same time, what has this whole journey taught you about living? I think one of the biggest things I've taken away from it is real insight into my my own personal strength. I remember that um, one of my dearest oldest friends said to me at the time, like, don't worry, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. And that has really stuck with me. And I, I yeah, I just, I found this inner strength within myself and also within my family that has just kind of given me courage to, to move forward in life in a whole brand new light. And, you know, we always wanted to take this experience that was a very, you know, hard negative experience within our life and, and turn it into something positive. And that's, yeah, that's definitely something that I've learned to do is to, you know, be grateful for everything. And even if things are not going well, or if, if things are a bit down, trying to flip it around and, and think, what can I learn from this situation? And how can I take this and, and step forward with a bit more positivity? Oh, we all need that more of that in our lives. Mm, now, you've also yeah. done something else, which is fabulous, which is Surf February. Tell us about this because yeah. tell us the role of surfing at the same time had in your kind of recovery and your mental health. It's obviously something that you do for um, enhanced mental health yeah. and fitness. And tell us about tell us about it all. Yeah, so Surf February, um, well, the, the brainchild of it was my husband, who he's an avid surfer he's surfed all his life and he was looking for a way just to reset after the you know the difficult three years that we had he'd obviously spent a lot of time being my support and you know being concerned about the family and the outcomes and and what laid ahead and and when we finally got you know baby Vanny in our arms and and my health was improving he just he he wanted to challenge himself and to yeah have a bit of a reset and go okay let's let's start fresh and he had this idea of surfing every single day just for his own mental health and you know everyone around the table when he was discussing it at a lunch with friends were like well if you do that I'll sponsor you and and it just sparked from there and we just went this is our opportunity maybe if we do this and you know we encourage some others to get in the water with us we can raise a bit of money and, and help Lifehouse who had obviously just turned you know they'd given us 
our, our family and we were so grateful. They've given you your life. wanted to give that. Yeah, they've given me my life. Exactly. So are you out so, there surfing every day now in um, or February? I, I, I am not out the back, I okay. wouldn't say. No. <laughs> I, I'm definitely more in the intermediate kind of range, like, you know, riding the rollers with the children and things like that. But every year I'm improving and I'm, I'm getting better and I'm so much more addicted to it now as well. And I, I can see why my husband was so in love with it his whole life. And I think now he might regret introducing me to surfing because we now go, well, who's going to my the kids and who's going for a surf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so. But now the kids are getting old enough, they're coming with us and it's just, it's so much fun and, and they're loving it and it's just the best thing for, for the family. We just, you know, we, we get in, we wash away any stresses or worries of the day and we, we walk out with big, massive smiles on our faces. Oh, wonderful well, for your wellbeing. Jenna, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. If you want to know more about Sir February, if you want to get involved or donate some money, I will leave links to Sir February in the episode notes. If you want more from us, Extra Healthy-ish, the other podcast, we publish a new episode of that every morning, Monday to Thursday. For more, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. And remember, you can join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in to my chat with Jenna. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow... Stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.